Um, starting <clears throat> now. Okay, I guess we can begin. Um, this is a meeting of the Board Facilities Master Planning and Oversight Committee. Uh, I'm John Rizzo, the chair, joined by uh, uh, President Bridget Davila and uh, Trustee Merrill Green. So the committee is here. Um, I will uh, now read a notice regarding public comment. Public comment for this meeting, um, other than comments on items not on the agenda, will be taken on each item as it is discussed. Requests to make public comment must have been submitted in advance no later than 30 minutes before the start of the meeting via email or phone to the um, contact information that is provided in the agenda. So um, I'll ask uh, Linda, are there, uh, is there public comment for items not on the agenda? No, there is not. Okay. Um, that takes us to um, item three, the minutes. Um, is there a motion to approve minutes? Trustees? Motion. Yes, motion okay. to approve the minutes. Uh, moved by Trustee Green, second uh, Trustee Davila. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't hear me. <laughs> yes, second. <laughs> okay, there's a motion and a second. Is there public comment on the minutes? No, there isn't. Okay, uh, we'll go to a vote. Uh, Linda, if you could call the roll. Chair Rizzo? Aye. Trustee Green? Aye. Trustee Davila? Present. Well, I take it as an aye vote. <laughs> we'll take that as an aye. Um, oh, okay, sorry. minutes are approved. <laughs> um, item four is a uh, uh, report. Um, on the project labor agreement. <clears throat> Associate Vice Chancellor. Yes, uh, thank you, Trustee Rizzo. Um, Linda, would I be able to share screen? Yes, you can. Thank you. Hopefully this slide popped up. Um, it did. Okay, thank you. So um, the Project labor agreement that the uh, City College San Francisco ha had was is is that we have is signed was signed in March of 2020, and it's between the our, the district City College, the building trades and trade contractors. Yeah, um, and this is just a list of the different signatories that were part of it. So, um, obviously the, the chancellor at the time, the building trades, and all the different unions. Uh, in San Francisco, and I think I think they're all San Francisco based. If not, they're Bay Area based. Um, so these are all the signatories, um, and there are some references in the document. It's a, it's about a thirty-three page document. Um, one of the things in that it clearly identifies is an Article Three, Section Two A, and this is just a, a copy, a, a snippet of it. Um, it's just showing that the project labor agreement was reference the uh, bond vote that occurred in early March of, of 2020. And they had identified these buildings or these projects as being listed uh, as being uh, required to follow the project labor agreement language. And that is, as you can see, the Diego Rivera project, Cloud Hall, 
Student Success, Science Hall, the STEAM Center, Creative Arts, New Child Care, uh, 750 Eddy Street, the, the 1550 Evans, and then also our 1400 Evans campus. Um, so these are the ones that are particularly named. We know we have others that are on our bond project list for the bond, but they're not specifically named. Um, and these are the ones that are required. There are other requirements with all of these projects. We still follow public contract law. We always require a prevailing wage model. Um, with two out of these projects, which is both of the um, STEAM Center and um, Student Success Center, we, we are following a design build procurement model. Um, this makes no reference to that or not. They just wanna make sure that the contractor on board follows the project labor agreement and follows all applicable uh, laws uh, associated with uh, um, procurement. And so they're, they're not limiting to us how we can uh, procure the build the, the projects, but that they need to follow the project labor agreement. Um, and the project labor agreement is just that they, they we co-sign with those entities before the start of the project. And there is more information as I go through the next slide. Um, part of the, some PLA key items um, that they're gonna be able to support us is the unions will also kind of be available to support the campus uh, with career fairs um, to support some guest speakers. Um, and there are two other additional key sections in the, in the project labor agreement that uh, references apprentices and also a helmets to hard hats uh, apprentice, uh, veterans apprentice program that is part of the PLA model that's already included in there. Um, and here's just kind of the section re related to apprentices. There's the goals to reach out. It's not a long section, um, but, it, but it does following, you know, state guidelines in working with the unions uh, to, to develop the collaboration. Um, and as we know, the current um, design build entities are union signatory. So they do contribute to the unions and they do follow um, applicable apprenticeship uh, laws for bringing people on site. Um, I think one of the questions that'll, that we'll see will be how we can help support student act access and activity to that. And that is something we'll continue to evolve and develop as we start launching the construction of the projects. Um, and as you see embedded in this, there's always a reference to public contract code. While this document is a agreement between the college, the uh, different unions, we're always having to follow our public contract uh, code requirements, which is why a legal firm put this document together. Um, there's also the helmets to hard hats. Um, and this is also to help with the, the veterans programs. And I think that's an ongoing active thing that a lot of these entities uh, currently use. Um, and we're gonna support them. And we'll see that um, our goal here is to continue to work with uh, you know, that there is already apprenticeship requirements in place as part of the PLA and also as part of their, their signatory uh, uh, contractors and subcontractors. Um, and we're gonna evolve that. So while the projects haven't physically started their construction activity, we're in the early stages of setting up our meetings to uh, evolve, involve the unions with the contractors to start those discussions uh, moving forward. Um, and so here's the next step. So for part of the 
as I mentioned, there's a kickoff meeting with Rudolph and Slutton. Uh, Slutton, they're 100% union. Um, I think Excel is as well. We just didn't get to add that information. There's a, a meeting greet with them probably is maybe at the end of this month, but just to be on the safe side, November, December. Um, and that's where we're, we're going to start to get the information and also once they start construction, how they outreach to the college and to the different unions for um, member support and also their outreach for apprenticeship items there. And as I said here, we'll connect district staff for outreach coordinations and also understand the student internship opportunities. In the past, I worked in a K-12 program. It was hard to get student internships because they were uh, they were under age 18. So there was there's also some um, insurance issues that arose. So it was hard, but here at the college, the student internships, because they are over the age of 18, well, they can be over the, most would be the, over the age of 18 that there'll be more opportunities for student internships here at the community college, here at City College. So with that, um, sorry, just wanted to give an update, but you know, if there's any questions related to some of the information I provided and shared. Great, any questions, uh, Trustee yes. Davila? Um, I want to know um, how this relates to uh, small local businesses and minority-owned businesses. It doesn't seem to encompass that. Um, the PLA does not go, get into that specific language because they're they. Uh, it's one between the union trades, where they're just trying to get union groups and. While there are some entities that may meet that that requirement, it doesn't identify a requirement or goal in the PLA. Um, it's something that wasn't included as part of the original one, but if that's a request to look into it, we, we'd have to kind of engage um, some legal counsel to, to add that or make modifications. And then just to, also put back on the plate of the entities, and let me just, sorry, escape out of this, but to, we'd have to also circle back with all of the entities that had initially signed off. So we, we'd, it's not just a, an amendment to the document from the college perspective, it's, it's buy-in from all of the different uh, individuals, all the, all the signatories as well. So it's, there is feasibility to making amendments. Um, but there, there is some of that, um, and I think I'll, I'll, I'll have, I'll double check. But um, I'm getting ping that there is part of their subcontractor contract that there is a SLBE policy. So I will, I will explore that more and get a definitive answer. But I think part of our contract, separate of this, is we've also included some of the SLBE language that's in our already in our district standards already in our district policies. So I just got reminded of that. Okay, so that's um, one route to it. So there's sounds like there's two routes here. One would be to look at the language already in the SLBE policies on subcontractors. And the other one would be to amend the PLA to, um, to I guess, adopt, because we do have a policy on small and um, minority owned businesses. Correct, Trustee Davila, and I think the the what I'm getting messaged to me is that that is part of the contract. It's not part of the PLA document, but our our contract with the design builder in any of our contracts has that SLB language in there as well. Okay, is there anything in the PLA 
which would contradict that or not? Is there any, we wouldn't be violating the PLA by following our own uh, small business and minority contract no, I, policy. I, no, that, that is I would correct. like to know that for sure. I okay. would like to know how to do that. Uh, I, I will confirm that in a follow-up. Um, okay. But but as of our, our initial read of this document that predates me a little bit, but it doesn't mm -hmm. say, you know, because really it doesn't go into that level of detail, but I will follow up to confirm that there's no conflict between the SLBE and the PLA. Okay. Uh, is that is that it, uh, Trustee Davila? Uh, yeah, I guess we could hear back in uh, November, or is that? Well, right now, th this is the last scheduled FEMPOC for the for for the year, but I think we may request, depending on on our, something in November, once we 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 conclude some of our Diego Rivera cost reviews. Um, okay. Th th that'll come up. Hopefully, we don't have a date yet, but but that would be a request that may be forthcoming for. Okay. Yeah, we have a early. Uh, our, our board meeting is early in the month. It's on the tenth, I believe, and so there. Uh, uh, that's why we don't have one scheduled, uh, a committee meeting scheduled, but uh, yes. uh, we may need to schedule it on, and it may be after the 10th. So um, we've done that before, or we've yeah, done it on other yeah. days. So, yeah. Okay. Um, the next item I have is the action item um, five. Um, 5A, authorize, authorization to modify contract with uh, Ann Kennedy Group to provide additional consultant services for bond program consultation and business implementation. Yeah, so, so AKG's uh, been a firm that came on board also in March of 2020, um, and they've been supporting the bond program with some of the analysis and reports um, that we use to, to share and distribute and manage some of the costs as well. So it's a, it's a program that we use that provides uh, accounting support on, on the bond side to make sure we're, we're, we're keeping in line. And they also um, help us with uh, impacts or any, keep us out of the gray area, keep us on, on, on the right side of, of the bond program activities. So we don't, as we think we can do something, they also are, are a good reference point uh, as a resource, uh, the subject matter experts on bond for us. Yes, uh, uh, the 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 Ann Kennedy Group um, uh, provides uh, uh, the board with an extra um, area of fiscal oversight for the bond projects, so similar to what we're moving on um, for the. Um, the general fund, we, we, we have uh, the Ann Kennedy group just kind of uh, as another um, uh, entity uh, looking at the spending in the, in the bond program. And um, we've heard from her a few times, but we haven't actually started building anything yet. We've had some minor pro projects, um, but uh, I think we'll be hearing from them more and they'll play a more important role once we start um, building and and you know spending millions of dollars so <laughs> um 
uh, Trustee Davila. <coughs> Your hand is up. Yes, I, I left it up from last time, but I will ask a question. So this is just for an increase in services now. That's correct. That is correct. Okay. For for the next for this next current fiscal year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Trustee Green, you have any questions? Um, the only question I didn't, but I will ask. Um, can you just explain um, a little bit more about the additional? Looks like one hundred and ninety thousand. What it? What is that for? If, if you scroll down a little bit, um, please. So, so these are some of the services. So, so they they work with our uh, accounting and they reconcile, you know, just bond programs, right? So bond specific activities only. Um, a lot of our systems go into the college-wide banner. They get a, a, a readout. They kind of consolidate, do some cross-referencing, do a lot of double-checking for, for, for us on, on, on some items. But they, they also, and that's where the reconciliation effort comes in. They also support us on some of the cash flow. Um, and we have some consultants and they help with training on their, their systems. Um, and they're part of a, our, our bond modeling. Um, we, we, it, it's one of those unique uh, systems in place and their expertise um, as subject matter experts on bond. Um, it's something we don't have in-house. While we have bond construction activities, it, it's all the secondary accounting specific to bond funding sources and issues um, that we wanna stay away from and just, uh, helping us, uh, they support us at, at various levels of the bond program. Um, so the, can you scroll back up please? So the, the original contract amount was for Three hundred and ninety-five plus. No, but I think this no. is their this is their third increase. Um, they they've been on board since March of of twenty twenty or April of twenty twenty, um, and this is just a, an annual. What uh, one of the things uh, for fiscal management, uh, Dr. Lamin prefers annual increases instead of going multi-year. So we can manage a little bit clearer. So we, we have annual increments as we go. Uh, in the past, there would have been an example of it's a four-year program. Let's give them a four-year contract. Makes and a lot of sense. Is, so this is just a incremental, you know, keep them on their you know, keep them focused, keep them on their toes, and just manage on, on a on an annual basis as we move through the process. Thank you so much. That was the core of our question. Okay. Okay, is there, uh, is there public comment on this item? No, there is not. Okay, I will uh, entertain a motion to approve this. So moved. Okay. Second. All right, there's a motion and a second. And um, I agree, so uh, this is forwarded to the board uh, with, uh, with our committee recommendation. 
Um, the next item is a, um, uh, an amendment to the contract with the uh, Ed Kennedy Group um, uh, for the same services. So one was for the money and one's for the uh, new con the amendment to the contract. Yes. Well, so sorry, I can clarify. The first one was for the bond program uh, consultation and support. This one is, is a youth funded item specifically for supporting the citizens bond oversight committee. Ah, um, okay. And, and this, this, this is different. Um, and if you scroll down a little bit, please, Linda. Or is it Grace? I'm sorry, I can't see who's on the screen. Grace is driving. Okay, sorry about that. Thank you, Grace. Um, they're, they're, the meetings with the Citizens Bond Oversight, um, we're, we're, there's about at least four a month or quarterly meetings. Sometimes they meet a little more in their subcommittees. They, if you scroll down, they also participate in establishing uh, um, uh, a program report. And we're, we're still catching up. We originally had to um, catch up with a three-year omnibus model. We, we just met last week and we passed the 1920. And in January, we're looking to pass the 2021. And then we'll be caught up to speed. And so putting that together with a lot of the information that derives from their support of the bond, but there are meetings and subcommittee meetings that they have uh, to review as well. So this is, and prior to this, they were doing it all. We we've slowly are transitioning to taking more of a role, but for this next fiscal year, we still need their level of support. And in future years, we're hoping that this will decrease as we get more, more involved with the level of detail and we catch up to the, the current year audit that, that we would be reviewing. Okay. All right, I don't see any, any questions. I'll take a, a, a motion to support. Motion to support. Second. Moved by Trustee Green, second by Trustee Davila. Is there public comment on this? No, there isn't. Okay, I will agree. So this, this item is approved and forwarded to the board with committee recommendation. Thank you. And the next item is declaration of surplus property for Airport Civic Center and Ocean Campus. And this is something we get um, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, would, would, uh, Grace, would you be able to open the attachment? Just want to show the... Um, so th these are some of the things that um, as part of our process of relocating uh, out of Conlin is we're moving stuff around the campus uh, here out of Ocean. And we're currently staging this at... Um, Evans, where some of the airport items were. So we'll be looking to see what other local agencies may want this equipment in the next month or two. Uh, that's one of the requirements before there's a disposal model for it. There are some things here that are disposable and have, um, but there are some stuff that still have other uses for different uh, other organizations. So we're gonna outreach to them. Um, there's some desk of, of different things we you know um as part of this exercise we're also going to be looking to replace some of the older furniture that's on campus with some of the older some newer furniture that's been around some of the different areas um but we needed to kind of strategize those those spaces there's been one example where if you see that wooden chair 
you said, wow. <laughs> I've been to some classes where I've seen four of those, you know, a 40s vintage, a 50s vintage, a 70s vintage, and a 2000 vintage. Wow. So we're, we're, the goal is to switch everything and try to have a 2020 vintage in our classroom. <laughs> so those are some of the, the unique challenges that are on campus that we're looking to improve on. As we move stuff out, we need to replace with, with some of the existing stuff. Are they broken? You know, uh, some of the old stuff isn't pretty, it, it's sturdy. It's, it's just, I can't slide into any of those seats anymore. Uh, so they are sized differently and they were sized for a 40s, 50s era of people. And um, that's not me. <laughs> I'm a little more on the larger side of, uh, or, or, or they would use a bigger bone than uh, the kids were in the past. So I, anyway, I think we should put the 1940s uh, wooden chair in the museum that's in Science Hall, in the basement of Science Hall, put it on display. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. There's something there. We'll, we'll try to keep a, a, a vintage chair. Um, there's several to choose from, but we'll try to make sure we keep a vintage chair. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. So yeah. I don't understand, though, why would we want to get rid of those anyway if they're working? Mm -hmm. uh, because they don't accommodate students of today? or Well, they're, they're just not in, in now. Well, there's, you walk into a room and there's 30 different versions of a chair. Yeah, I understand that part, but it seems like they could go somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, I hate to see them just tossed in the trash can when it's perfect. You don't, they don't even make real wood chairs anymore. Yeah. So you want to pay like $700? Well, we're, we're, we're going to, we're going to have the opportunity to offer them to other agencies that may have that need or need um, before the, uh, what happens. And well, that's an example. If we scroll up to it, there aren't too many of them left, but that was just, we, we had to document. It's okay. There's 40 of them left for, for throughout the college. So wow. I don't know what condition they're all in or not, but that's just an image of one of them. Hmm. Okay. A little sanding, a little. <laughs> little lacquer, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Any other questions, trustees? Thank you, Grace. Is there, is there public comment on this item? No, there isn't. Okay. Uh, I'll entertain a motion. What's our motion now to get rid of everything? The motion is to, yeah, to, to declare these items as surplus. I'll make that motion. Okay. Trustee Davila? Well, I'm gonna abstain. You're gonna abstain. <laughs> okay, well, I, I guess I will second for the purpose of uh, moving it along. Um, so this this is forwarded to the board then. Um, okay, uh, item six is a uh, request for future items. Well, Does, I think I already made one request. You did? On the, uh, on the PLA. And yeah. Yeah. To see whether it conflicts or it can be consolidated in with that or what, however we do it. Right, right. What are our options? Okay, I don't have anything myself at this time. Um, so certainly if, uh, if when we get uh, the costing information for the um, um, uh, Diego Rivera Theater Project, we'll, we'll uh, you know, we'll have a meeting probably this year sometime, but um, that'd be the only thing that, that I can 
Okay. Green, do you have any requests? Not at this time. Okay. All right, then. Uh, that concludes our agenda. We've run out of agenda items, so um, we are adjourned. Uh, thank you, everyone, for, for coming, and, uh, and have a good afternoon. Great. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye-bye. <clears throat>